You are now listening to episode six of Running for Office, the podcast. I'm your host, Claudia Zapata. Let's dive in. Hey y'all, I'm not sure if any of y'all noticed, but I did not release an episode last week, so it's good to be back. I missed y'all. I had a very nice break. I went out to Canyon Lake here in Texas and stayed at my aunt's place, um, which is surrounded by nature and it's super peaceful and quaint and it was perfect to ring in the election results. So a quick update for you all is that This podcast will now be micro-episodes permanently, well, at least for the unforeseeable future. The reasoning is that running for office doesn't happen overnight. It moves at a snail's pace, and it takes time. So that means that I won't have major updates every week, so I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself to continue talking for 30-45 minutes, when really, I ain't got that much to say because... Not that much happens. In reality, by the time you see someone out on the campaign trail, they have done years of work and small community involvement before they even start getting on the campaign trail. So because of that, I will be doing micro episodes from this point forward, but I will still be releasing episodes every Wednesday. As you may have noticed, This episode is titled, A Love Letter to Biden-Harris Voters. First, I want to say, I love you all very, very deeply. Even if Biden was not your first choice, second, or third choice, I do really appreciate your vote for him. I went to the state of Texas Capitol the day after the election was called for Biden-Harris with the intention of streaming their winning speeches. I took a loudspeaker with me, and I spent three hours with a mask, but safely surrounded by other Biden-Harris supporters. And that feeling and that experience is just something that will never get old to me. The first time I was able to vote was for Obama in 2012, and I was in New York at the time when they called the election for his second term. And I remember immediately downtown Manhattan filled with cheers and joy and yelling and people dancing and running in the streets. And it was one of the most beautiful things to have ever been a part of. So the moment the election was called for Biden-Harris, I knew that I had to be surrounded by you all, by, by their supporters, by their voters, because that feeling is the feeling of hope and joy. And it's sort of a feeling of being renewed in a way. And it's so powerful and it's so moving because you get to see people so blissfully happy and it's coming from such a pure place. It's just magical. And I always, always want to be a part of that and always be able to contribute to that. And so that is when I decided that I could never give up on humanity. But I won't lie, this year has tested that dedication I have for humanity, but Ultimately, in the end, hope and love prevailed, and the fight must go on. So to all my Biden-Harris voters, this next bit is especially for you. I want to make it very clear 
that it is okay to celebrate something, it does not make you naive. I have come across way too many posts from other progressives that seem to want, for lack of a better phrase, to rain on our parade. They are too quick to shake us back into reality, but what they fail to realize is that dreams keep a person going, and every once in a while, when you experience a win like this, we deserve to enjoy it, and we deserve to give ourselves a pat on the back and just breathe for a little while. To everyone who organized, voted, advocated, volunteered, or somehow got out the vote in some way, make sure to allow yourself time to enjoy and relish in this win. Give yourself some time to breathe. Your fire and spirit are precious, and we do not want it to dim. So take care of yourself and tend to your fire. As I'm sure that you all have seen, there has been celebrations internationally, all across the world, in every major city, in smaller cities as well. And one of the biggest questions that I see being asked by those who, you know, were either undecided voters or Trump-Pence voters or third-party voters has been, well, what does a Biden-Harris presidency mean to you? Like, why are you celebrating it? Don't you understand that just because he's president, nothing is, you know, going to change, really? And with that being said, I want to say a Biden presidency doesn't just solve all of our issues. And we kind of fucking know that. It doesn't make our issues go away or disappear or make them any less important or time-sensitive. Nothing is ever guaranteed, so if we want something, we must continue to fight for it. A lot of people have asked why I feel so happy about a Biden win, and they ask with the intention of playing kind of that gotcha moment and being like, well, duh, like, of course your life isn't going to change, and they want to be able to spring that upon you. All I have to say is like, well, the joke's on you. Like, I know that we have to continue to put in work. We must hold both Joe and Kamala accountable to act upon the promises that they made while on the campaign trail. In their winning speeches, they spoke about the power of Latino, Asian, Native American, and Black voters. Joe even recognized transgender voters, which was monumental in and of itself. However monumental and important it was that they recognized those disenfranchised groups, we must expect more than just words and shoutouts. You will now see that since the election season is over, a lot of people will drop out of interest with politics, thinking that the work here is done. And I want to be very, very clear, it is not. So when people ask me how I think things will change under a Biden-Harris presidency, here is my answer. For the last four years, community organizers, local officials, volunteers, advocates, organizations, nonprofits, and other civic programs have had to put their funds, new projects, and their overall mission and efforts towards merely trying to survive. They spent four years fighting regression. Now, they actually have the ability to focus their efforts on regression and pushing their work forward versus being in a stalemate. That is why a Biden presidency win feels so damn good. And that is why we celebrate. So speaking of involvement, I don't have a specific name for these things just yet, but for now I'll just call them tips. So my first tip on running for office is getting involved. 
and get involved in your local community. I know it's not as glamorous or as sexy as getting involved at the state or even federal level, but that is where you truly make your mark and make yourself known. That is where all of your connections happen. Tip number two, stop trying to act so strategically. I have to practice this myself because I met with a few people this past weekend to kind of bounce some ideas off of, you know, what organizations to join. And the same answer that I got from all of them was stop caring about that so much. Stop caring about what's going to reap you the most benefit or what's going to look better for you. Just lead with your heart. Go for the things that you are passionate about. Find an organization or nonprofit or even Facebook group that is about advocating and creating awareness for the thing that you are most passionate about and run with it. And if that sort of community doesn't exist, be the person to create that because people will notice the difference of you leading with your brain versus leading with your heart. And if there's one thing that we have learned from this election, It's that you need to lead with your heart. That is what captures people. That is what moves people to their very core. And that is how you start forming your campaign. Before I go, I want to introduce a new idea that I have. It's called Newsflash Fridays. So every Friday, starting this week, I will be posting a short video on my Instagram and Facebook feed, highlighting the most important headlines of the week. I will share international, national, and Texas-specific news. So make sure to be following me at What Are You Running For? so you never miss your weekly news update. Finally, if you are just joining the political sphere, I beg you, do not lose interest. This is when the real work begins, and boy, does it feel good to do good.